BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hello, beautiful human beings of the internet. I'm Lauren Elizabeth. And like, seriously, let's get serious. This is seriously happening. Yes, it is actually happening. It's not just a teaser. It is the podcast. And I honestly can't really believe it. And my mood is excited, nervous, but ready. Welcome to the first episode of Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. Obviously, you know, I'm Lauren Elizabeth. And this is my new podcast. I'll be doing episodes every single Wednesday available on Spotify, the Apple Store. I know a lot of you guys were asking if it was going to be available on the Apple Store. And hopefully you see now that it is. Things too take time just like this podcast i wanted to basically do the first episode while doing the usual structure that i'm obviously going to tweak over time but i have a little bit of structure in place but i wanted to just like talk to you guys and introduce myself maybe you know me maybe you don't know me maybe you watch my youtube videos follow me on instagram neither both whatever it is i appreciate you if you do though but you know a lot of people might have come here from the morning toast or just tuning in for the first time and maybe have only seen photos of me so let's just dive right into everything mood and everything lauren elizabeth i realize that saying you might have seen photos of me sounds either a scandalous b weird or narcissistic i mean if you have a podcast or an instagram or youtube i mean you have to like yourself a little bit i guess but it's funny because i'm very confident but i'm also one of those people that definitely hates themselves inside their heads but that is not the mood of today today we are excited nervous and ready so please excuse me if i sound nervous i think it's weird usually i obviously record myself talking to you guys with a camera in front of me and now i'm literally talking into a microphone and staring down at a notebook so it's a little weird but a lot of people asked me why i wanted to start a podcast and it goes a little something like this i started listening to podcasts about a year and a half maybe two years ago um and i just like absolutely fell in love because a lot of you guys know I struggle with anxiety and it became something that helped me so much in the car because if I was listening to music or something, I just would not really be paying attention and just be all in my head and listening to podcasts for me was something I could actually focus on and pay attention to. And so I really fell in love with just listening to people talk while I was in the car and not really needing that visual element. And I've been on YouTube since 2011, like I said. Obviously, a lot of times on my YouTube channel, I'm just kind of sitting there and talking. And so for me, when I started YouTube initially, it was me watching other people's YouTube videos and thinking, huh, I could do this. I think this would be fun. This would be a good creative outlet. And so me listening to podcasts, it was kind of the same thing. You know, when you're in this digital industry for so long, you could easily think, oh, okay, so-and-so is doing this or so-and-so is coming out with a book or a clothing line or whatever. I need to do that because everyone else is doing it. And I never really do anything unless I'm actually really, really passionate about it. And I think it's fun and I want to do it. I want to be a part of that community. And so that was what podcasting was for me. I wanted to start a podcast over a year and a half ago, and I was just talking about it, talking about maybe what I would do, how to start it. And it was definitely a very, very long journey for me because obviously I could easily just record something and throw it up, but I wanted to do it the right way. And obviously I have people on my team. I'm a YouTuber and all that stuff. It's a real job now. So yes, I do have people that work with me and have to approve things that I do and want them to be good. And so, you know, for me, it was more so like, okay, how do I get this done the right way? And which I think is a good part when you're doing anything in business. And so for me, I really wanted to make sure that my podcast was going to be good, that I was going to do it with the right people. And it ended up taking a lot longer than I wanted it to because 
for me, when I'm excited and I'm passionate, I just want to go. I want to do it. And that's kind of the pros and cons of being a YouTuber is when you want to make a YouTube channel, all you have to do is log on to YouTube and start it. And that's what I did. I was 16 years old. I was grounded and my mom thought I should have a creative outlet. And one thing led to another, I was making a YouTube video. And so whenever I have an idea for a video or something I want to say or get out there, all I have to do is sit down, put on my camera and then I edit it and I upload it. And it's all on my schedule. So for me, with all these other business endeavors, Sometimes I can get very frustrated when things are taking too long, but I have to really trust the process because usually they take too long for a reason. And so that creative side of me has to focus on the business and think, okay, just take this slow. Everything happens for a reason. Don't rush into something. And I'm so glad that it happened that way because what ended up happening is I wanted to do a podcast for so long. I wrote out so many pitches. I thought of so many ideas and it was either my management being like, okay, flush this idea out a little bit more or we'll set up a meeting. And I finally got to the point where I was like, okay, I know I can do this. This is taking way too long. I've been patient. And I was like, I need to set up meetings. And so I started setting up meetings with different podcast production companies. And I went to Stagecoach where I became really, really good friends with the Austria sisters, all four of them. Obviously, if you listen to the Morning Toast, you know, Olivia, Margot, Jackie and Claudia. And we just instantly connected because they just remind me of the people that I'm friends with from home, just real genuine friends, not just like people, you know, through work or where you live, like people that we just genuinely have the same personalities and the same interests and we just get it. And so we totally clicked and we spent all weekend together. And one day in the car, they were like, do you want to do a podcast? We're launching a podcast network. And I was just like, holy shit, you little mother efforts. I don't know if I can swear yet on this podcast or not because I have, you know, no brand deals or anything yet. And hopefully this would make me money one day. So please excuse me while I um, navigate through this tough time of not being able to drop the F-bomb every five seconds, but my boyfriend will be happy. So basically we're in the car and they're like, do you want to start a podcast? And I just thought, holy crap, are you kidding me? Like that, that sounds amazing because for me, and what a lot of people will, would agree with who live in LA and work in the entertainment industry, it really comes down to working with people you like because you spend so much time with these people and you talk to them so much. And it's not like your usual work environment where you can just go and sit at a desk and just kind of like maybe have to deal with your coworkers. Obviously, I know you have to deal with them, but it's just on such a more intimate level. And when you're picking people to work with in this industry, a lot of them can offer you the same thing. So you might as well work with people that you like working with. So for me, I was just like, if you can really help me do this podcast, I would obviously love to work with you guys. And I'm just such a fan of people who execute things and do things well and just aren't full of smoke and mirrors and just are good people doing good business and that's how I felt about Jackie and Claudia I knew from the moment I met them and started hanging out with them more and being fans of their business I knew that I wanted to work with them somehow I just didn't know how yet and in today's age in our industry it can be a really like anti-collaborative environment where I'm someone who's like extremely collaborative I've been I've been like that since I moved to LA. I think it's just kind of like me being from the Midwest and not really having that competitive side to me. I'm always like helping my friends, networking for my friends, giving them advice, wanting to work with them, wanting to support them. So for me, I was so excited that these two girls that I'm such a big fan of, that they wanted to work with me because I just wanted to be able to work with them somehow because I see such a big and bright future for them. The same way, obviously, you should for yourself. So I was just like, yes, 100%. And thankfully that we are so close, we actually got the deal done in just a few months. Whereas a lot of times when you're doing stuff in the entertainment world, it can take four freaking ever. So luckily, Claudia and I actually have the same attorney and we have the same personality. So we got this shit done so fast. And that leads us to here with my podcast, Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. A lot of you want to know what it's all about, where the inspiration came from. What does it mean? What does it even mean? I feel like mood was just such a good word to use as a podcast because anything can be mood. It's like you can be hungover in bed feeling like crap and you're like, Sunday mood or you could just be like going to Pilates and then having the best day in a freaking green juice and you're like mood and so for me I feel like I'm super moody I'm very someone who capitalizes on a trend trendy word like mood and 
I was just like, I have so many different parts of myself. There's the part of me that vlogs with no makeup on and a messy bun and just keeps it real. Then there's the other part that like runs a business, hustles, works out, takes care of their body. And then there's some part that's just like in between of I'm just a normal person person trying to figure it all out and insecure and have anxiety and just like kind of lazy as shit sometimes and so I never want to like pigeonhole not just the brand of the business because obviously you don't want to pigeonhole yourself on a podcast and only have to talk about one thing but also I just didn't want to pigeonhole myself as a person I wanted to be able to showcase all sides of my personality without having to be like okay this is just a fashion and beauty and lifestyle because like sometimes I don't really give a shit I'm literally recording this right now my lips are chapped I need to do something about that my hair looks like Hagrid and I'm in sweatpants and bloated and drinking a glass of wine so but you know this morning I went to Pilates I felt great I got my work done and then you want to know what I did I took a stress nap because I was stressed about this fucking podcast okay so that's where I'm at right now that's why I'm nervous but I'm also excited and I I I am ready because I know that this is something that I want to do, that I can do, and that I really think you guys are going to love. I think my audience has gotten older since I started. You guys have jobs, you have commutes, you have treadmills to freaking run on, and you just got to put me in your ear. Sometimes you don't really need to look at me. I'm not, I'm not a pretty sight. So if I can give you some type of content that makes you laugh, that inspires you, that does all the things that we've all been doing this whole time on the internet, and I don't got to put my face on camera like I think that's a win-win for all of us I figured I might get a lot of questions about kind of like who I am like how I got here how I built my career all that stuff but I honestly don't know what the audience of this is yet just because I know it's gonna be so many people that follow me but potentially there are gonna be people who maybe know nothing about me so I figured maybe we could do deep dives into that stuff I'll give you guys the brief overview I've been on the internet for Ever, uploading videos forever. I have my website, LaurenElizabethInc.com that also has a micro Instagram for all things fashion, beauty, lifestyle, wellness, at home. And then we have my clothing line, XLE The Label. You can shop it at XLETheLabel.com. That is my clothing brand. We drop clothes every couple months and you guys obviously love them if you've bought them before. And then obviously I have this podcast now and I'm so excited to be adding this to all the things that I do. I, you know, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. I've started all of these facets of my businesses with my own two hands. I've been working since I was 19. I moved to LA when I, I, no, I've actually been working since I was 16. I moved to LA when I was 19 from Chicago. I grew up in the suburbs. Um, I have an amazing family. I'm the oldest of four. And I've been in a relationship for almost three years now. So a lot of you guys love coming to me for relationship advice because my boyfriend and I keep it really real. We're not one of those couples that are just like, pretend like everything's perfect and overly lovey and all that shit. And we started as best friends. We met through a mutual friend. We'll get into all of that. I'm going to have Cameron and Greg. The reason we started dating was because me, Cameron, and Greg all were best friends right off the bat. And I figured instead of just bringing Cameron on, I feel like I should bring Cameron and Greg on so we can really hash out how we met once and for all, really talk about how the three of us became friends, how we went from being the three best friends that anyone could have to two people dating and just kind of like what it's like the dynamic between the three of us and then we can always do deep dives into relationships and stuff with me and Cameron because he is going to be my always on the side guest but you know sometimes I feel like one of the moods of myself is like girlfriend mood and I even said for a while when I was dating Cameron, I was like, his parents don't even know Lauren Elizabeth. They know Lauren, the girlfriend, because you know, you can just like really like turn it on. So sometimes with Cameron, I go into like girlfriend mode. So girlfriend mood, and you you guys don't need that every week. So don't worry, we're gonna have so many different guests. Yes, maybe it'll just be me by myself because a lot of people are like, are you sure you wanna do a podcast? Are you sure you wanna do it by yourself? And I'm just like, have you guys not realized that I've been doing this whole like career thing based off me talking since 2011 like I literally could talk a million miles an hour a million minutes long by myself that's what I do I mean this is just different usually I stare at a wall and talk to no one now I'm staring at a desk and talking to no one but honestly it doesn't feel like not right it definitely feels like I'm where I'm supposed to be so I'm ready I feel like we shouldn't just like talk about me the whole time even though this is like the introduction episode but I just like hate talking about myself unless it's specific I mean come on I don't like actually hate talking about myself I just like don't want to like do like the bra 
odd thing where it's like, oh, I started my career at 16. I feel like everyone knows that. And if you don't know and you really want to know, we'll, we'll get into it. But where I'm at is I am a 25-year-old woman, strong, independent, but in a relationship, living in Los Angeles. Did I already say that? I have two dogs, Stella and Nugget. My one struggle with this whole podcast thing is how am I going to get them to calm down while I'm doing this? And luckily, we're in a good spot right now, but I happen to be in the hottest room of my house. And I wanted to also do my podcast at home because I film all of my videos at home and I didn't want to like do it in a studio with a producer that I didn't know. I started my career in my bedroom and I feel like I like keeping it in house. Also, I have a ton of friends that are going to be on the podcast and I wanted to be able to go to them or have them come to me just make it super comfortable and super real a lot of my friends obviously work in the entertainment industry because I live in LA and I don't want them to feel like it's like an interview and press and I have to run it by my management I mean if anyone is listening to this and lives in LA and like works in any capacity in what I do you know like the most annoying thing in the world is when you have a friend and you're like hey can you help me or promote this for me or take a photo for me they're like oh let me loop in my team like that is when you know they're not your real friend or they're just being annoying as shit so I don't want to run into those issues and I'd like to think that all my friends aren't annoying as shit so giving them the opportunity to record at their house or mine I feel like kind of cuts out that like weird professionalism part and also it'll give you guys way better conversations because what I wanted to do for mood is really just like cover all these topics there's so many different parts of my personality everything from dating advice to being a motivator to hustle culture to living in Los Angeles adulting being a youtuber watching the bachelor every Monday drinking wine watching housewives my daily routine how i balance everything just like there's so many different parts so why not just break it up into moods and then find people that i think have really cool personalities and get in conversations with them go deeper into these topics about my life and about their lives and about living in los angeles and working in this business and I just have such an amazing community of friends, especially women. So if I want to be able to utilize all of them, I might as well start a podcast, right? My mouth is getting really dry and it's becoming an issue because I don't want you guys to hear me drinking. Not that, like, I don't know, not that it's weird hearing someone drink. I don't know, okay? I'm not a podcaster fully yet. This is my first episode. But I keep having to stop because I talk really fast and I get really excited and then my mouth gets really dry and I just feel like I can't breathe. We're fine. It's fine. So now that you know all the backstory, if there's anything else you need to know about, I saw a few questions about how I became friends with the Steens. And obviously, I told you guys we met. We finally figured out how we actually met, which was I started following Claudia and Jackie on Instagram. And I saw that Claudia was in la and we were both at soho house in west hollywood Ooh, soho house west hollywood we're so cool whatever and i literally have no shame like this is something you'll learn about me is i have absolutely no shame one of my biggest pet peeves as a midwestern girl living in la is people will come up to you and introduce themselves to you for literally the fifth time of meeting each other or you'll know that they follow you on instagram and they'll pretend like they don't know you and just stupid shit like that or like they, they just act oblivious like you can be like hi i'm lauren and they'll be like oh what's your wait what is it again and it's like are you kidding me we spoke on a panel together what are you what are you talking about so for me i just have absolutely no shame if i'm a fan of you i'm gonna tell you like if i see someone that is on tv i'm not gonna go oh what do you do like are you serious they're on tv and i've probably instagram story me watching them i'm not gonna act like i don't know who you are and if i'm a fan of what you do and i think like you're a freaking awesome person i'm gonna tell it to your face i'm not gonna just like act like above it or too cool for school so with claudia i just dm'd her and i was like oh my god you're in la i'm in la we need to hang out are you at soho house she was like yeah i literally pulled up to valet with my boyfriend well i didn't pull up the car pulled up and i was like oh my god girl with no job is upstairs i need to go introduce myself and say hi and I was just like, hold the car, tip the guy. And I ran upstairs and I just introduced myself to her. She was with these two other girls. And one of them is actually one of my friends now as well that I met through them because Jackie went to a, uh, went to college with a girl that lives in LA who, when I met her, ended up figuring out that she went to school with my boyfriend all growing up in LA because my boyfriend is from Los Angeles. Therefore, he knows every single person to grace their presence across this um, beautiful 
state of California. He's not like a typical like LA guy. If you can't tell, I don't like typical LA behavior. Not that a lot of people from LA are like that. It's more like just the city does it to you. So luckily I feel that it hasn't completely done it to me yet. I think there's, you know, a lot of parts of me that are like super LA, but I'm not going to like pretend like they're not. But also I think I've really stayed the same person since I moved here and people can tell, which I think is thank god i don't know if my mom did something right i'd be shocked but like if i if she did like thank you mom because i'm so glad i didn't turn into a psychopath i am a psychopath my boyfriend literally calls me a psychopath every single day i'm fully aware that i'm psycho but like i'm a self-aware psycho i'm very very self-aware overly self-aware to the point where even me saying this right now i'm probably gonna have anxiety about it later being like oh my god i can't believe you called yourself self-aware that sounds so conceited but It is my cross to bear for all you toasters out there. Each week, I'm going to be doing a current mood and a current obsession. So my mood will always be how I'm feeling, what's going on in my life, what I want to talk to you guys about, what I want to share with you about my crazy, crazy life living here in Los Angeles, doing all the weirdest things and the weirdest career in the world. And then current mood is kind of just going to be currently what's going on in the world and where we're at in life. So I kind of thought it was like current, which is like current news and it's like you know it's fancy it's literally not fancy at all it's fine but current mood literally the first thing i wrote down was it's fall so i'm so glad you guys downloaded this podcast because if you didn't know without it now you know it's fall like what would you like you might as well subscribe right now because you would have never known that it's fall if you didn't start listening to this but that is the current mood kids it's fall but no like obviously it's more so like current mood where we're at it's freaking fall you guys i can't believe we're halfway through october that's actually insane to me because there's so much I wanted to accomplish this year, mostly like getting my life back together, which like isn't really going well. But I feel like launching this podcast is like the only saving grace for me because I'm really, really hard on myself slash like just not always a great person. No, like I'm good to other people. I'm just saying like I can be lazy and shit. And so launching this podcast is like, thank God you did something with your life, Lauren. And Here we are. It's almost the end of the new year and fall fashion is upon us. I am so like on my freaking game. I'm not even going to lie to you guys about it. Like I feel, ow, I just hit my arm. I didn't know podcasting was going to get me like injuries. I truly feel like I'm killing it in the fashion sense right now i don't know if it's just because i placed like a really good aritzia order or what's going on because i am running out of shirts i feel like that's every girl's problem is like i don't have a top like i have pants but i don't have a top and i just like finally found really good inspo between like rosie huntington whitley random fashion bloggers um who else like mariana hewitt she is the um founder of summer fridays and i just absolutely love her style and i've started following all these girls on instagram that just have their that just have this really like neutral style and it's something that i resonated with so much because i love neutrals i'm not like out here wearing bright colors and pinks and florals and dresses and all this stuff i kind of like stick to what i know and what i like and what i feel comfortable in so when i found all these girls on instagram who are just like constantly wearing neutrals not only do they have incredible instagram flow because all their outfits kind of match but i was just like wait if they're wearing neutrals all the time why can't i wear neutrals all the time i feel like you get to this spot where you kind of stop giving a shit about what other people think about your outfits and you just care about what you feel like wearing and what you feel good in i always told my best friend meredith please hold for a sip if you feel good you look good and you have fun and if you have fun you feel good and you look good It made way more sense when it was advice for her mental breakdown, but it really resonated with the both of us because like, if you don't feel like you look good, someone could come up to you and be like, you're so pretty. And you're like, I don't give a, like, I don't, I don't care. I don't feel good. And then I'm, then you're not like, if you think you don't look good, then you're not feeling good. You're not going to have fun because you're like in your head, you're like a grouchy bitch. Like, you know, it's like the whole thing. And so once I saw these girls wearing neutrals, I was just like, why don't I just try to do that? Because I used to wear black a lot or like jeans and a white t-shirt. So I feel like kind of just dabbling into the neutrals widened my horizons a bit more. Also like the neutrals look really, really classic and elevated and fashion forward because they're just classic colors and they look more expensive. So if you're wearing like a nice nude shirt from Zara, it could easily be like a James Purse shirt. And it's all about like the accessories and just all the different kind of parts of your outfit. And so for me right now, this will get into one of my current 
an obsession is just like finding places that I can just get a ton of neutral things and mix and match because fall fashion is just really fully in effect right now and it obviously depends on where you live but I feel like you can go with like the neutral vibes and all these trends there's so many freaking trends right now like between the Bottega Veneta freaking pouches and shoes and all the different just like that very like Bella Hadid who else like all the, the the bloggers the bloggers are really taking over like honestly digital everything is taking over when I was thinking what currently is going on in the world my first thought was like youtubers taking over I I, I don't know like I barely even watch tv anymore but yeah currently I just I feel like digital is taking over bloggers are the new magazine like youtube is the new tv and obviously i know that sounds stupid but i mean in a way of like press like if kylie jenner uploads a youtube video it gets like a press write-up which usually happens for a tv show i just feel like it's getting more and more serious every single day and when I was thinking of what's currently going on in the world, I was just like, everything is digital. Like, honestly, this podcast might as well be breaking fucking news. Shit, I shouldn't be swearing. We're obviously halfway through fall. Holiday shopping is upon us. Family time is upon us. I'm really hoping that we're done with celebrity weddings because I was thinking, is anyone getting married? A lot of times people get engaged over the holidays and I just feel like all of our solid celebrity couples are taken care of. So for anyone that's single out there and gets lonely during the holidays, I feel like you're going to be okay because all the weddings and engagements are done. So I feel like we should all sit back, relax and pour ourselves a glass of wine. Don't beat yourself up about it. Every celebrity that you'd ever have a crush on has probably gotten wifed up in the past two months anyway. So sit back and relax and just be glad you're not dating someone that honestly sucks. I mean, we live in a world today where dating is so super bizarre and you could easily be dating a serial killer so you should just like be glad that you're alive you know and that you can drink wine and if you can't drink wine i'm so sorry like honestly i've never felt worse for anything in anyone's life ever i'm currently drinking a nice uh pinot grige wait am i drinking a pinot grigio let's see i'm drinking a sauvignon blanc and it's very crisp on the note of the nose what i don't know i went to napa last week with Revolve. A lot of you guys were actually sending me questions about Revolve and what's it like going on trips with them and stuff. And I said that current mood has to do with digital, so I might as well talk about it. But honestly, like there's not as much tea to spill as people would think. It's actually a really, really fun time. And it's like, like I said, I'm just... What, what did I say? Oh, no shame. I'm a no shame gal. Such a great time on Revolve trips because I'm really, really close with a lot of the employees. Like I get so excited to see them when we go on a trip together. Is this company full of all these little girl bosses? Little? <laughs> That's not what I meant. Like it's a little, like there's little pieces of little different people that aren't actually physically little, but it's just all these little parts that add up to one big, great thing. Okay, what I'm trying to say is that there are so many hardworking just hustlers over there. Like, it's not even those people that pretend they hustle. Like, they have to hustle. Their jobs are so hard. My cousin actually just started working for Revolve. And when she got the job, I told her, I said, just prepare yourself. Like, you are going to be exhausted. You're going to have to work your ass off. And, like, you're not going to have a life. And she's never been happier, but she's also never been more tired in her life. And so... Unfortunately, she wasn't in Napa when I went, but a lot of my like OG Revolve employees were there and we had such a good time. And I usually get kind of put in the same group as like certain influencers. And I was with a different group this time and ended up having so much fun. Obviously, one of my best friends, Claudia Saluski, was there and I got to meet new girls. I got to meet some different girls from The Bachelor. And I met Taisha and Caitlin Bristow for the first time. I had absolutely so much fun. If you live in San Francisco, actually, I'll be joining Caitlin Bristow on her Off the Vine Fall Crawl Tour. And I'm super excited, especially since this podcast is going to be launched by that time, too. So I will can maybe do an episode with her, maybe not while we're doing the tour, but sometime in the future. Oh, my God, the dogs. I can't. My dogs are actually insane, and they're making this very difficult for me. I almost just actually stepped in pee when I went to get them out of this room. But it's fine. We're professional. We're keeping it profesh. So like I was saying, you can come see me on Caitlin Bristow's Off the Vine tour, which is so cool. Like I've had a podcast for five seconds and I'm already in the podcast community. I mean, because you really ask for more. But anyway, going back to the current mood, fall is the, well, fall crawl could be a part of the current mood because it falls into fall. Falling into fall. I shouldn't, I'm not going to be one of those people that sing. 
like Claudia has the voice of an angel and they have like a little thing that they do together. But like, I do not have a good singing voice. I will not put you guys through that. Please never let me sing on this podcast. But one of the great things also about fall that I wanted to talk about in current mood is that fall TV is back. I don't think you guys understand. Like I'm the biggest TV psychopath in the entire world. I love watching TV more than anything on this goddamn planet. I know everyone's like, hustle, girl boss, self-care. Like, yeah, all that stuff is great, but have you ever just like drinking a whole bottle of wine and watched like four hours of TV? Because I did that on Saturday and Sunday. And that is not me trying to be funny or exaggerate. I probably honestly shouldn't be admitting that. But I just like for the first time in forever had nothing to do. My boyfriend was out of town. My brother wasn't here, which by the way, if you don't know, I live with my brother. Um, It's actually very fun. And... I realized over the weekend that he is the only person I've never been annoyed with, like, as an adult. Like, we never get on each other's nerves. It's very weird. Um, but, like, well, I, I don't want to jinx it, actually. But we don't we don't fight. We don't I, – I don't know how to explain it. We're just, like, literally best friends and brother and sister. And so it's just, like, this perfect combination. But anyway – he wasn't home, even though I love him dearly. I need him to get the hell out of here sometimes because I, I didn't sign up for having a roommate. I was just like being a nice sister. And I was like, oh, yeah, like if you need a place to live, I'm moving into a three bedroom house. I guess you can live in the guest room. And yeah, I I mean, listen, you know, it's one of those things where you got to you got to think about the big picture here. I'm never going to have a roommate again. I'm not going to obviously live with my brother for the rest of my life. And this is just a fun thing we'll look back on and be like, oh, remember when we lived together? Like, that's cute. You know what I mean? So I think we're fine. But I honestly love living with him. I started getting really bored by myself while I was home. And it's actually a little embarrassing because as much as I love TV and we're going to talk about fall TV and all the shows that are back, what I did this weekend was I watched Law & Order SVU both Saturday and Sunday. I watched all of season 10. So what I did is I never used to really watch Law & Order. I was more of a Criminal Minds gal until my mom wouldn't let me watch it anymore because my anxiety was so bad in high school and it made me feel weird. I'm, I'm a very emotionally attached TV watcher. So for instance, I've never watched 13 Reasons Why. I've never watched Euphoria because everyone says like if you struggle with mental health stuff and if like you feel really dark when you watch certain stuff, like don't watch it. So that was like the only warning I needed. I didn't need to like test test the waters. So I've never watched anything like that because I even watched Breaking Bad when I was like 19 and had just moved to LA. And it was such like a hard year for me that watching Breaking Bad made me feel like I was living in Breaking Bad and it made me feel horrible and I've never finished watching the show. So for me, I don't know why I can watch Law and Order. I think it's just because it's like more of a mystery and it's not as like gory as Criminal Minds per se, not to like lighten the crime at all. Obviously, it's just for like you you don't it's more of people talking and recounting things as opposed to like chasing a serial killer usually. So anyway, I watch a shit ton of Law and Order and I started with like the most current-ish season a year ago. And then obviously since I started with that, the only thing to do was to go backwards. So please keep in mind, I started with season 20 and I'm now on season 10, which means I have religiously watched 10 seasons of Law and Order in like the past year. And it's fine. It's fine. We're fine. I don't know. I just like really like watching stuff that makes me have to like focus and be intrigued. But I also love watching obviously reality TV. I have been doing Bachelor recaps on online, like digital, Twitter, and just everything like that um since whose season was it like actually Caitlin Bristow season so when I met her like I said I have no shame and I was like oh hi I'm Lauren da 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 you're the reason why I started watching The Bachelor like I'm like imagine if I was just like oh like what do you do and it's like she found my Instagram later and was like um you watch The Bachelor every Monday and drink wine and talk about it don't act like you don't know me you know what I mean So I was very straight up with her and we were just like talking about it and then we just became friends. But I've been watching since Caitlyn's season. I got super into Ben's season. And then this this past year was obviously a little little difficult for me because obviously, you know, my uh, boyfriend's best friend is Greg and Greg's girlfriend is Michelle and Michelle's sister is Cassie Randolph. So having the fourth wall break for me was like a little troubling, but I'm really hopeful that I can go into this new season and new year of The Bachelor and Bachelorette without having to meet or know anyone and just getting to comment on it because I really miss it. Like as cool as it was like knowing stuff that happened behind the scenes, like it's honestly not as fun as just like watching the show and yelling at TV. 
at the TV. The Bachelor is not back on yet because it's currently fall. And what I'm watching right now is Real Housewives of Dallas and 90 Day Fiance. Obviously, Law and Order, This Is Us is back, but I like to bank those. I like to like really get in a mood where I can watch like two to three and just cry my eyes out by myself. Like, I really want to feel it. Like, I want to start crying from the episode that I just watched and have another episode to go into slightly crying and cry more. So that's like where I'm at right now. I haven't watched last week's, but I really like where the season is right now. I really like what's going on. I like how they showed us kind of a flash forward. It made me really nervous about like Randall um, and the wife. I don't know why I can't think of her name right now. It's because I'm rambling so fast. I need to slow down. I need to slow down. You guys, I'm sorry. I talk really fast. I really liked the flash forwards. I really like everything that's going on in the show right now. And it didn't really make me cry the last time I watched it, but that's fine. I don't really need to cry. I've just got over like a three-week cry spell where I cried every single day for three weeks. I think I was having a quarter-life crisis. If you watch my YouTube channel, you're very aware of that. But Real Housewives of Dallas is really, really good. I actually started real watching Real Housewives of Dallas like last year before like the third season came out. I think we're on the fourth or maybe we're on the third no, we're on the fourth, right? I don't know. But I binge watched it. And I think the reason I like it so much is because I actually started it from the beginning and got to binge it. And then now I watch it live. So it's like all really fresh to me. It's like, it's more of a new franchise. And I'm like, really just in it. And it's one of those shows that like, you know, when you watch TV, and then like, you get so emotionally invested that it drives you crazy. And you think like, no one's opinion is right besides you. Like, that's like kind of where I'm at. Like, I can't stand Deandra. I'm sorry. Like, I, I, I just can't. But also, I used to really like Leanne. And now she's driving me absolutely out of my mind. Like, she just, I, I mean, she's absolutely out of control. And like, for every little, 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 little thing that she's could say that might be justified or right she ruins it with everything else in the episode so right now i'm just in that phase of like i don't understand how anyone is like supporting her and like not like in a real way like when i watch tv like these people are characters to me i'm like don't attack them personally like let's just comment on them as like tv characters you know but the hard thing with reality tv is that every season is so different and you can get something so different like two seasons ago i hated brandy with a burning passion and a few seasons of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, I hated Dorit with a burning passion. And now I actually really like the both of them. Obviously, I love Dorit, but I just like like Brandy. But it's just like one of those things where it's it sucks when you catch up on a Real Housewives thing because it's so nice when you get to binge. Like whenever I tell someone to watch Real Housewives or 90 Day Fiance, I'm just like, oh my God, you haven't watched it. You get to binge. I hate you. Like, yeah, I'm a girl boss and I have shit to do, but like, you best believe I'm sending my assistant home an hour early so I have an extra hour of TV some days, okay? Like, don't judge me. It's balance. I just like need to like make this like very, very clear to everyone. If you don't watch 90 Day Fiance, there is a serious issue. Like if you like watching The Bachelor or Real Housewives or just like reality, I understand that we all get passionate about certain things, but I have this mentality where I think I'm usually 99.999% right, which obviously isn't, you know, a good way to live. But I'm just saying like, you need to watch 90 Day Fiance and don't tell me, oh, it's sad what it's sad these people signed up no one is going on this show against their will like no one's forcing them to do anything these are people that are doing weird shit and told tlc they could film it so why do we feel bad for them like and also like yeah like maybe in the grand scheme of things like certain things they're struggling with like as real humans like yeah i'll feel i'll feel bad for them as human beings but like on the tv show like come on this is hysterical stuff. Like you could not script this stuff if you wanted to. I have no connections to TLC or 90 Day Fiance in a way of like, I know nothing about like how, you know, on The Bachelor we're always like, oh, it was the editor, it was produced or like I met that girl at a Revolve event. Like this is so far away from me that I'm 100% convinced that it's completely real. I don't know how it's not. Like obviously like people get into these marriages for the wrong reasons. Okay, if you don't know what this show is, there's 90 day fiance there's before the 90 days there's after the 90 days happily ever after and now there's 90 day fiance the other way so 90 day fiance is where someone someone in america meets someone that lives in another country they fall in love and they want to be with them so they had to bring them to the united states but the only way they can stay in 90 or the only way they can stay in the states 
for more than 90 days is if they get married or else they can't come back because it's like a visa issue. And so it's like a total like real thing. Obviously, you can't just like come in our country for more than 90 days. It's a law. And so these people end up getting married. But it's like you met this person online. Like, are they who they say they are? Like a lot of these people just want to use this marriage to get a green card. So it, it just translates into this incredible show of like the most bizarre couples and the most bizarre just like relationships. And then obviously there's after the 90 days, which is couples that actually end up getting married and you get to see what their life is like after the 90 days then before the 90 days is going to meet them for the first time which i think might actually be the best one because a lot of the times it's like are they getting catfished like what are they getting into and all that stuff and then this new one is 90 day fiance the other way which instead of people coming to america the americans are going to the other countries so that has been very fun if i do say so myself because that's when you know too it's like really real well i don't know they still want a green card but it's like definitely you're going and seeing their world instead of them being able to come to america pretend they're like oh uh like not who they say they are like a lot of them are going across seas and meeting the family and all this stuff and if you watch just like please let me know because Darcy is driving me absolutely out of my goddamn mind. Like, how do you not watch this back and think, oh, this is why I'm single because I'm like the most psychotic version of a clingy girl ever. It's very sad. I mean, it's a, it's a little sad when you say it like that. So whatever, I understand. But like, come on, just have a glass of wine, enjoy the show. And I promise you, you will love it. Okay, that's enough for current mood. It kind of dragged itself into current obsessions because obviously I'm obsessed with all things fall fashion and all things 90 day fiance but besides that i have other obsessions and if you don't know me and you don't follow me or whatever i am a professional curator you know what i mean like i just feel that god gave me the gift of shopping to be able to find the best things for you guys and I go through everything so that you don't have to. And then when I say something's good, you best believe it's great. Because I'm just, I I think I have very good taste. What can I say? If I'm not like talented, at least tell me that I have good taste. I think I do. And I always like am really good at like spotting trends and the next best thing. Ever since I was younger too, like it drove me crazy because I remember being in seventh grade and I saw Lincoln Park After Dark by OPI in Teen Vogue and I thought it was so cool. So I bought it, I painted my nails and I went to seventh grade and everyone made fun of me. They said I was emo and then lo and behold, like a year and a half, two years later, everyone's wearing Lincoln Park After Dark on their nails and they're not emo. Then when I was in high school, I wore combat boots because I thought they were trendy and cool and I was ahead of the trend. Everyone made fun of me for wearing combat boots. Lo and behold, I graduated and I came back and all those little girls were wearing combat boots. All right. So you might not feel cool right away, but I'm telling you anything I recommend is going to be cool. But you also get to this place where you just like really stop caring what other people think. And it's like you just start dressing and having this personal style and self-care that is just dependent on you and no one else, which I think is an amazing part about getting older. But speaking of skincare, speaking of skincare, I didn't even, we're not, we're, we, we didn't speak about it like literally at all. I have been kind of sharing my skincare journey with you guys on YouTube and Instagram. And a lot of you guys DM'd me um, when I said I was launching the podcast. I wanted to hear about skincare. And currently I'm very obsessed with skincare. I think I moved into my house in February and it was very, very easy for me to kind of like fall out of a routine and fall out of self-care. Like I just really haven't been in the same place since I lived in my last apartment but I think it's just growing and changing in general I don't think I can blame it on the moon the moon the move or mood with Lauren Elizabeth the mood anymore the oh my god the move anymore but I started breaking out so much my skin was absolutely just heinous and I've really started focusing on a skincare routine and I've obviously like we all know we need to like take our makeup off every night and shit but like I feel like actually washing my face and putting on the products although that might sound obvious to you guys I get really really lazy so for me I wasn't doing it as much and now if I just actually wash my face and put on like two to three products like I don't break out and also I get facials very regularly which I'm lucky enough to be able to do but currently my skincare obsessions are obviously Sonia Dakar 
Um, I'll link it on my Instagram and in the description section because it might be weird for, I don't know how podcasts work. I'm usually used to doing YouTube videos and her products are just like absolutely insane. She does every single celebrity in LA. And like I said, I'm a Midwest girl living in LA, but you gotta give it to them. These people in LA are freaking gorgeous. And if I can find the celeb secrets, I'm going to do it. But guess what? I'm not going to keep it a secret from you guys. I'm going to tell you because we all deserve to know. Okay. There's no more celeb secrets. We're getting to the bottom of everything. What I've gotten to the bottom to what I've gotten to the bottom to. Yeah, that's a word. That's a sentence is skincare. Sonia Dakar does literally everyone. She has like Gwyneth Paltrow. She's been the biz for like 30, 40 years. She does Drake. She does Leonardo DiCaprio. She does Sophia Bush. Like she does like literally every celebrity under the sun. She has a huge building in LA and I love her products, her super clear serum and her flash facial and her omega oil are absolutely amazing. And if you're someone that gets dry skin or you live in Chicago or New York or somewhere that gets really cold, you need the oil and you need her new blue butterfly balm. Like her stuff, it has 27 naturally derived ingredients in it. It's actually products that work. I was surprised when she told me that all of her stuff was clean beauty because usually clean beauty like isn't really that great. And that's like no offense. It's just like a lot of times, like if you're breaking out or something, like you want those chemicals to like penetrate your skin. And her stuff is like clean beauty and it works so well. It's so incredible. I cannot recommend it enough. Um, If you want even more details, obviously keep, keep up to date on Instagram and YouTube. But like, I just had to give another shout out because you guys always ask about skincare and I'm telling you, all I use right now is Sonia Dakar. I know it's a little bit pricey, but honestly, everything lasts a really, really long time and it makes such a difference. My girlfriend just bought the oil and the serum and she has rosacea and just has been like having like some flare ups in her skin, just like weird dry patches, acne, whatever. She said that she used it for a week and her skin has never looked better. Like this stuff is just, this is why it's a celeb secret. It's it's because it's just real stuff that really works and they don't pay into ad dollars and all that stuff. They just, they just make money based off like having an incredible business and products, you know? My next current obsession is obviously having to do with fall trends. And I wanted to give a big shout out to some style must-haves. Zara and Aritzia have completely changed my life. I don't know how how else to tell you guys this, but like I am a Zara girl. Like that's who I am now. I shop at Zara. I live at Zara. I love Zara. I have 17 tabs open from Zara and also Aritzia. I think it's like the perfect combination because they're both very similar, but obviously Zara is more affordable. And I feel like Zara is like always updating their stuff and making it super on trend and super fast. And I just think that I don't think their quality is honestly that bad. Like, I don't think it's like Forever 21. Obviously, it's not like a cashmere sweater, but I don't think that Zara is bad at all. And I feel like there has to be something for everyone. I know that not everyone agrees with this at all, but I don't know. I love like the business casual, but trendy. And I feel like that's what Aritzia and Zara both have for me right now. I love the Zara heels. I love the Zara boots. And from Aritzia, I've gotten some of my favorite blazers and tops and sweaters that are like better quality. And then for all my other like little tops and stuff, I've been doing Zara. Most of my jeans have been those Joe jeans that I talked about on Instagram. I've been waiting for these two pairs of jeans from Revolve, but my cousin is holding them hostage from me. So I'll let you know if I like them. Now that I've been wearing all this stuff from Aritzia and Zara, I feel like I'm going to definitely have a new current obsession next week because I feel like I've worn everything. I've done all my outfits. Listen, I definitely wear stuff when I'm not like taking mirror pictures, but like I need to take mirror pictures. Therefore, I need to go shopping. I need to get more stuff. So I'm waiting for a reformation order and I have a few tabs open on Zara and Aritzia, but we'll see. I also just realized, can you do this on a podcast that I got a Bella Dar package And if you don't know Bella Dar, oh my God, this stuff is so cute. It is a jewelry company by this girl in LA. She's absolutely amazing. Oh my God, she just sent me the biggest package of the cutest gold jewels ever. They don't tarnish. It's that little ball necklace that I constant, oh my God, she sent me another little ball necklace. Oh my God, I'm so happy. I've never been so happy in my life. I love jewelry more than anything in the world. I also just placed a big order from Majuri. If you don't know Majuri, M-E-J-U-R-I, best jewelry ever. Okay, I need to take a picture of this Bella Dar stuff. It's Bella, B-E-L-L-A-D-A-A-R. Just go to their Instagram or their website. Their stuff is amazing. Oh my God, this stuff is so cute. Okay, I need to focus. 
Okay, my last current obsession is one that I'm not proud of. And I tell me if you like this idea. Always talking about my current obsessions and then doing one that is embarrassing. Because the one that's embarrassing right now is, and I can't believe I'm saying this, um, David Dobrik. So here's the thing. I went down a rabbit hole a couple weeks ago watching David Dobrik vlogs. I'd never done it before. And let me tell you, I have not looked back since. I have followed David Dobrik on Instagram. I have followed his assistant, Natalie, on Instagram. I have watched almost every single vlog. Well, not every single one. He has like a million. But I just literally, once one ends, I just click next. And I just, I will watch for two hours straight. I'm absolutely obsessed. I think he's absolutely hilarious. I think he's a total freaking cutie. And I just, I don't know. I, I want to know more about him. I love him. I love his content. I think it's genius. I think he's so talented. I think he's so cool. And if you haven't watched a David Dobrik vlog, I highly recommend it because like they're actually really good. Like there's a lot of people on YouTube that have come up in the past couple years that just make like weird content and then get like famous for whatever knows reason, whatever, 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 whatever. Whoa, I don't know what I'm saying. And obviously I'm a YouTuber. So like I'm not talking down to other YouTubers. I'm just saying like some things are weird and people older don't like it. But all I can tell you right now is that you need to go watch David Dobrik vlogs because I'm absolutely obsessed with him. And that is my embarrassing current obsession of the week so basically guys i'll be posting a new podcast episode every single wednesday usually i'll be joined by a guest sometimes we'll do some deep dives just us but it is going to be absolutely amazing i know i said i was nervous but i'm excited and ready i want to give you guys advice deep dive into topics we're going to have all of my best girlfriends from la from chicago my boyfriend all the celebrities you know and love. Ew, I can't believe I just said the word celebrities, but you know, some of my friends that happen to be on TV, whatever, we'll get into it with them. I also wanted to let you guys know that we will be doing a advice section. And instead of just doing questions from Instagram that I pull, I made an email for you guys, moodwithlaurenelizabeth at gmail.com. And you can send in hashtag my mood where you tell me your mood and I give you guys select advice. I will keep it anonymous unless said otherwise, but I'm really excited because I get so many, so many questions on Instagram and it's hard to get to all of them. So I think this will be a fun way for me to give you guys advice on anything from dating to balance, to career, to hustling, to just anything in life anxiety, whatever it is, let me know. And I hope you guys could bear with me with this first episode. This is something so new for me. And it's super weird just like talking to nothing besides a microphone, not a camera. And it's a whole new experience for me. But I know that I'm not going to let you guys down. This is going to be so much fun. I have so many people that I'm going to bring on this podcast for you guys. It is going to be absolutely incredible. So thank you so much for listening to my first episode. Obviously, we'll work on it together as we go. Make sure you subscribe. I'll see you guys on Wednesday. But don't forget, I'm always posting on Instagram at Lauren Elizabeth. Everything is in the bio of my Instagram, aka my YouTube, Lauren Elizabeth Inc., XLE the label, all that stuff. Let me know how you guys liked this episode, but don't be too mean because it was my first one. So, like, let's keep it posy vibes. You know what I mean? Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll see you guys or talk to you guys on Wednesday. Bye.